This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention of these podcasts, this series, is to support and empower you to notice and witness and be present to and acknowledge and discover and claim and reclaim who you are inside this human experience, inside the the identities that you've created, the identities that have been created for you. Who's inside all of that? And what's it all about? (laughs) What's it all about? Why are you here? So these podcasts are to kind of talk about that, not necessarily answer that question, because that's a question that you'll be answering for yourself at some point. Uh, but to, to look at and discover, like there's all kinds of things happening within us and we ignore a lot of it and we distract ourselves from a lot of it. We deny a lot of it. And what's left? Mm, the true experience, the true experience that you're having here now in this moment. When we d- d- decide to stop distracting ourselves, denying ourselves, ignoring and, and avoiding, we're left with now here, which is pretty cool. It's a lot of work, a lot of work, because what we're doing is um, looking at what we can let go of, what we looking at what we're afraid to let go of. We're looking at a truth, a reality, the way that our culture looks at things, the way our our um, identity, our world looks like at, at things. Um, we, we look at it and we go, wow, that doesn't make sense anymore. And I've talked about this before in terms of a midlife crisis or a crisis of faith or a spiritual crisis where people go, none of this makes sense anymore. And especially with the, the situations that are occurring in this particular moment, this is today, this is uh, August 30th, 2020. So we're in the midst of COVID. We've got huge fires going on around the, the United States and hurricanes and all kinds of things that are obliterating a reality that as we knew it. And we go, well, what's left? What's the point? What's a value? What makes sense? And that's where we begin this process of spiritual immersion, being able to go, what makes sense? What does make sense? When, when there's nothing left to lose, <laughs> what's left? When there's nothing to gain, what's left? You know, if somebody, um, it, it doesn't matter if it's somebody who has lost everything in the fires in California, or they've just won the lottery, millions and millions of dollars. There's a, there's a, there's a question, what's left? If I've got all the money in the world, what's left? If I don't, if everything, if I've lost everything, what's left? Isn't that interesting? <laughs> you might go, well, I'd prefer to have the money. <laughs> and the the crisis of identity, the crisis of attachments to everything in between is what we're up to. And people who uh, win a lottery or get a huge inheritance or windfall from someplace, they sometimes have as deep a struggle, a deep um, spiritual crisis of, of identity, of humanness all, all over the place, as deep as if they had lost all their prized possessions, as if they've lost all of the people in their lives that were the most important to them. Doesn't matter. <laughs> 
And I laugh because it doesn't make sense in our brains until we're there, until we're in it. And then we go, wow, that's that's something. I don't know who I am without that. I don't know who I am without my stuff. I don't know who I am without my my job and all the money that it came. Or I don't know who I am without my worries uh, of, of money. I don't know who I am if I'm not thinking about all the things I don't have. I don't know who I am. And so this is kind of an interesting dilemma, isn't it? So each one of us is in this in this human experience, experiencing something. And 90% of the time, we are in denial, in, um, in distractions, in um, avoidance and ignoring. Uh, we're also in a state of restless, irritable discontent. We're anxious a lot. We're stressed to some degree. We feel unsafe in our bodies and in our beings. And we look to the outside world and go, hey, make sense of this for me, because this doesn't make sense. And we may go to our religions, our spiritual traditions, and they may not help either. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> where, where do I go to find a source of peace? Now, I suspect each one of you has some spiritual teachers or some spiritual uh, reading material or some source that brings does bring peace to you. And um, you got to go there over and over and over again. I, um, when I was in my 30s, so that was um, 30 some years ago, um, I came across A Course in Miracles and that I just knew that was the book for me. And it brought so much uh, wisdom into my life. Incredibly difficult to read, incredibly difficult to stay connected to the words because the wording is such that it doesn't allow you just to read, you know, quickly through it. It's like you're stumbling over words and the way that they're they're formed and things like that. It's very challenging. But the, the message is so profound. So that was a great healing tool for me um, was to keep reading that and go, yes, I believe that. Yes, I believe that. Yes, I believe that. Living into the belief was more difficult, but at least it gave me a trajectory. And then I found um, uh, David Hawkins' books. And David Hawkins, is a I, I love his teachings. Um, he's no longer on the planet, but his work is in books, and he's I think it's great. So that was really, really, really helpful, giving me grounding, the ground of being. And then um, a friend gave me the book Oneness, uh, which is transcribed by Rasha, R-A-S-H-A. And that has become an, another tool, another book that grounds me in a state of being that I'm going, yes, this, this resonates with me. And that gave me a ground of being at the same time that I'm struggling with um, all the distractions, all of the restless, irritable discontent, all of my patterns of addictions uh, to thoughts and patterns of addictions to substances and patterns of addictions to identities and patterns of addictions to the thoughts of lack and the, 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 um, the, the wish for more and all of those patterns. And so as I stayed true to reading and med meditating in terms of contemplating what was in the books, that I was reading or listening to Eckhart Tolle or Deepak Chopra, those, those are all resonating at the same 
the same way. They're all saying the same message. Even recently, I, I was um, introduced again to Ho'oponopono, which is a Hawaiian uh, spiritual practice. And it is the same as all the others, which is we live in a world of data. We live in a world of interpretations and perceptions. And most of that isn't true. <laughs> we just believe it's true. And we're afraid to let go of what we don't see, right? We say seeing is believing. And we see all these people doing things. And we go, see, that's the way it should be. Um, the, you know, but the, but the, the spiritual practice is to believe and then you will see. And that's very difficult. But little by little by little by little, the incremental nature of this spiritual immersion process um, wakes you up. You wake up little by little. Oh, oh, I see it. I see that. And we see it and we go, oh my God, I totally get it. And then we kind of get tired and go back to sleep sometimes. Or we aren't quite awake. We're awake to go, yes, I want to keep that thought. I want to train myself to stay awake. And how we do that, each and every one of us has our own way of um, being present to what is inside of us, the truth, as we're dealing with and wrestling with those thoughts that says, no, you're not enough, or no, you shouldn't do, be doing that. No, you shouldn't be you, basically. You should do it a different way. And all of it comes back to me being me and um Identify, identifying that I am me, and this is me, <laughs> um, and without any judgments, this is me. This is how I do me, and most of us don't know how to do me. Nobody knows how to do me. I don't even know how to do me, but most people don't know how to do them, especially in circumstances where uh, life is shifted to such a degree with the COVID and you know, all of the, the financial and economical and environmental and uh, spiritual and emotional and relational stuff going on. We don't know how to do us. So that's when we kind of have to go stop, just stop, stop, and stop again and stop again and say, I'm not going to keep listening to those voices that make me afraid or make me uncertain or make me anything but um, at peace and serenity. I always come back to the serenity prayer, which says, grant me the serenity to accept what I cannot change. And the wisdom, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. And along with that goes for me the step one of the 12 steps, which is I admit that I am powerless. And sometimes I am powerless over the fact that I'm having a great day. <laughs> there's a part of me that goes you're having a great day you should be you shouldn't be having so much fun you should be working you should be doing this you should be you know that's the you should be comes up and it's like oh man and I just I just stop I go admit I am powerless in this moment over that voice that says I should be different you just never know where it's coming from you never know where it's going to take you so I've said a lot here. I've gone in a lot of different directions. I hope it makes sense and um, brings you to a sense of at least questioning how you're perceiving yourself and the degree to which you may be distracting and denying and avoiding and ignoring you inside there. And I will, in the next podcast, connect with all the ways that we use that with our relationships with other people.
And I think I'll end it at that. So I can remember that that's what I just said. All right. Big hugs to you. Bye for now.